prepare yourself to be blown away by the seismic sounds and scrutiny of... After Shots Podcast with Chris Aiken and Matt Hartnett. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to Aftershocks, episode number four. And in this episode, Matt and I will be speaking, are speaking, have spoken to the band Alligator Blood. Alligator Blood is a newer band. They've been around for a little while, and um, you've, you may have experienced their vocalist, Tyler Lawson, from the Howard Stern Show. He got a lot of attention a couple of years ago when he appeared on Howard Stern. But Alligator Blood, they are hitting at radio. They are gaining popularity fast. And we caught up with Tyler as well as the guitarist Christy Roloff for this edition of Aftershocks. So settle in, listen up, and uh, be ready. This is a fun one. Check it out. It is Alligator Blood right here on the Aftershocks podcast. Self-titled release that came out in March on Self-Righteous Records. Uh, this record, man, I mean, in terms of influences and styles, it's all over the place. I mean, the first thing I think of when I hear the influences on the music, uh, first off, I hear a lot of stuff, a lot of 90s influences, a lot of industrial metal type of feel. I mean, a couple of bands that come to mind I think about are like, you know, maybe Marilyn Manson, Rammstein, <laughs> Typo Negative. Those are like the three I, I've heard a lot of influences in the music, but uh, but then also you got songs like Rock Devil and High Hopes and Pipe Dreams, where you've got also the rap verses in there, so you got a bit of a hip hop feel. And then of course to finish the album is my favorite track, this track Done, uh, which is like a total just like a blues metallic anthemic type of song, uh, just a real overall very diverse and unpredictable record, which to me it just it keeps you locked in, it makes you not want to miss a song. And so just tell us a bit about your guys' musical influences and you know how the band kind of came together. Um, yeah, uh, well, I can, I can say thank you for saying that you kind of, you hit things right on the, on the point as far as our influences, um, a big nineties guy, uh, uh, Kurt Cobain, uh, Nirvana, uh, mm-hmm. this probably had the biggest influence on me personally. Um, I also have a very, there's a very hip hop side of me too. You brought up the hip hop. Um, I like a lot of, uh, like Tupac. I like Eminem. Um, back in the day, I'll admit I was a no limit soldier. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I got C murder, got master P you know, uh-huh. to get the ghetto D, the, uh, uh, man, I just did uh, the true. That's what the TR, TRU baby, the true. And I, I know Christian too was, uh, you're, you're a blink guy, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, blink 182 is probably my favorite band of all time, but 
you know, I guess not too much of that shows, I don't think, on this album. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the Nirvana, like, was one of the first things for me learning guitar. It's a huge influence, obviously. It's funny, I always thought of Dunn as being, like, it really reminded me of, like, Alice in Chainsy type thing, but I totally see the Blues Metallica thing, too. But you're pretty spot on with the... Uh, with the influences oh, i think if you don't mind yeah. me just punching in <clears throat> excuse me and as far as that thank you for that compliment on done i think it has i think as far as our, our record goes that is the most kind of the the, the bluesy twang but uh, uh we actually we're, we're we are releasing that video for that song comes out on friday so this oh, friday wow. if you, you go to our youtube channel that the, the 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 video for done will be officially out so we're going to release that uh uh midnight it'll release 1201 a.m friday uh Eastern uh, EST Eastern Standard Time. So if you're on the West Coast, uh, technically it comes out 9 p.m. for you on Thursday. Very cool, excellent. Yeah. And so you guys based out of Las Vegas. So which I mean, over the past decade, I mean, Las Vegas has really started to become a hotbed for a lot of hard rock and heavy rock in general. I mean, to me, I think the last you know Las Vegas Boulevard right there is almost becoming sort of the modern version of the Sunset Strip because you've got a lot of musicians and and bands or just entertainers in general that are moving to, to Vegas because they can't afford to live in, in Hollywood and California. So it's becoming almost like Hollywood, you know, the, the Hollywood junior, if you want to call well, it that way. Well, let's you know? face it, you know, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not here to push any, I'm not here to start any, any drama or anything, but unless you're like, you're a, you're a big time rock guy. And this is, this is no secret in the rock and roll community. They treat you like shit in LA. If you're <laughs> a band coming up that not only do they, not only do they don't pay you, they want you to pay. They don't get like as a singer. They, I, I, I'm not going to say any venues, but I'm just been in situations there around in LA area where they wouldn't. They, they would charge the singer me for water. They wouldn't give me any water. They and they charge you for parking. They charge and it's, they charge you to play. It's mm-hmm. just like I just the reason why I, I I have that from a Vegas musician going to LA and play. But yes, you're right. We have a lot of um, LA people coming to Vegas because Vegas and, and like you said is becoming. The more modern day strip, you got a lot of great local venues. You got uh, Counts Vamped, which mm-hmm. is on the west side. You got uh, the Dive Bar, dive bar which yeah. is on the east side. You mm-hmm. got um, you got a, a Triple B's, which is downtown. And then of mm-hmm. course, with, 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 those are like a, just a few of the little local places. But then we got the House of Blues. Sure. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the joint since the Hard Rock got bought out. But right. we have, uh, yeah, like you said, they're and, and they pay. You get paid to play here. Mm-hmm. If you can bring a crowd, they're going to pay you. You mean unlike the whiskey you go though? You mean basically? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. No I mean, I you said it, not me. No comments. Exactly. I said it. it's all good. Well, <laughs> how, how long though do you think that it'll stay that way with the LA influence moving to Vegas? Because you know as well as I do that you know once a club owner figures out that they can make some money, they're certainly going to do everything they can to take it. Sure. Absolutely, but the the, uh, the 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 it seems like the difference is, and I know LA's got the movies and stuff going. LA is a, a great entertainment place too, but it just seems like people spend more money in Vegas. Sure, it just seems like people are more prone to spending their money here. So, like, just because you're paying, like, and let me tell you something, I'm not asking clubs or venues to give starting local bands thousands of dollars. Right, give them a hundred dollars or hundred and fifty. Just give them something. Sure, you know. So, like, there's still there's still you're, there's still plenty of money to be paid the bands and there's still plenty of money to be made by club owners and there's there, there's there's still plenty of uh there's plenty of effort for everybody in totally. my opinion totally no doubt yeah. well well tyler you you obviously your first taste of acclaim i guess came from howard stern which is which is awesome it's something that very few people have ever had at the same time and the the 
a lot of the bands that have had that have had that be be very fleeting. I'll point to bands like of all styles, whether it was that band Hum or Enough's Enough or um, you know, there there were quite a few bands that came through and caught Howard's ear for a minute. And it just never see it didn't seem like his audience gave a shit past when you were on the show. I'm curious for you, now that you look back and now that that's in the past, did you make enough fans of basically of yourself that has that stayed with you now as you've progressed musically to other things? Um, it's a great question. Uh, first off, uh, a Baba Booey to you. <laughs> uh, this is coming from a huge fucking fan. Like I, uh, right. I, 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 I know I came to know him more in the '90s when he had the uh, the show on the E the network. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, that I know I was a little later listener because he's been around forever. But I was a super fan as a kid. Sure. I was a super fan as a teenager. Um, I don't have so much time, but I still consider myself a super fan as an adult. So when I did those things, uh, we we did the. I was on a show the first time we won an award in Vegas um, uh, for the. Uh, I had an old punk rock band named Cracker Man. Uh, we had won an award for best creative direction at the Vegas Rocks Music Awards. Um, I gave Baba Bowie a shout out, and he let me call in and talk about the band. Um, we did the, which was just just being on a show is. Yeah. It's fucking cool, man. Fucking You're on Howard, man. you know. Right. Listen to him my whole life. I'm fucking talking to Howard. So then we do that bullshit on the uh, the 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 uh, Vegas Valley View Live, where we broke all the stuff, and that got like six million, five million, or something views. And then he had us back on the show because of that. But as far as like, um, it didn't no, it, it didn't skyrocket my career uh, in the fact that like I didn't have major labels calling me. Um, as far as my fan base, I, I, ever since those appearances, I've 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 actually good and bad. I mean, I've gotten death threats because of the thing. I've <laughs> gotten hated. I mean, you, you, shoot, you couldn't believe the, 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 the mail I've gotten just from that little incident. So I, I, I'm actually, I take none of it back. I'm proud of it. I take a look back at it as a learning experience and as just a, a great experience I had in my life. If it's just, it was really fun, man. And, uh, I still talk to Jason every once in a while. I don't know if you guys know, uh, uh, yeah. uh Jason, he's an executive producer at the show, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Kaplan, shout yeah. out to Jay, um, Baba Boo to you hit him with the hind. Um, if I ever have any kind of uh, material and stuff, they, they, he lets me know, you know, call the show, let us know. But I just, to be honest with you, uh, I haven't had anything really to talk about. And we were going to go on tour. Uh, uh, we were talking about doing that towards the end of the year, but the whole COVID-19 shut everything down. So I just, I've been kind of under hiatus, uh, until we get all these numbers back on this record. Uh, we charted a, a shout out to the band, man. We, we, on the, on the metal contraband charts, we charted number 23. So for our breakthrough album, awesome. almost breaking the, the top twenty was uh, that that felt great. Totally, that's that's great, man. So also, you know, you guys, uh, your drummer there, Dan, uh, he's also played in a bunch of a couple of prominent bands over the years. Uh, he's played in Prong. He's played with Mike Riggs and Scum of the Earth for a couple of years. How did you guys wind up connected with him? Um, well, uh, 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 yeah, fuck. snap your fingers, snap your neck. That's right. <laughs> yeah, man, badass man, Prong. That's so good. Who doesn't like that song? Exactly. I mean, we used to. I met. By the way, I met Christian in a Smashing Alice cover band, and we 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 played we that played, song. Yeah, we played. Oh, that. sweet. Yeah. So it was cool. So we offered the <laughs> funny story with Dan. He uh, we said, you know, we were in the band, you know, and we we like to throw a few covers in our set, and we're ducking at rehearsal one night, <laughs> and we're, we 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 were playing Snap Your Finger, Snap Your Neck, and we and we we were doing a show where we had to cut our set a little bit short, and he goes, let's just cut that one. I, you, I was like, you don't want to play it? He goes, nah, he's basically said he's yeah. played that enough. <laughs> he didn't want to play it at all. Not only did he not want to play it, yeah, he didn't no, want to play he it. He wouldn't play it all. all. But no, we met Dan uh, 
I have a, a, a mutual friend of the band, Alice Goldstein and Danny Goldstein. Shout out to those guys at Goldstein Entertainment and Julie uh, Pyle with Jade Moreau Productions. G.J. Uh, Ashba was having a, 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 a 4th of July uh, stratosphere party and uh, at the pool or whatever there. And a few people were invited. And uh, Dan was uh, just moved here from L.A. Another guy, when I go back to talking about the transplants, mm-hmm. he's another guy that, that – that he wasn't touring and he's coming musicians are coming to Vegas for work. I mean, you, you would consider Dan a working musician. Mm-hmm. Um, he played in prong for many years. Uh, he played in, uh, I think it's, is it Riggs? Scum of the earth. Scum of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Riggs, Scum of the earth, which came out of Rob zombie. That guy's done some major touring. He's been around the world. That guy's Dan's got his own solo project too. He's, it's big on Mars. Yeah. Big on Dan is big on Mars. He's got yeah. his own solo project. So those who prong fans are looking to, to look at his solo project. It's big on Mars. Cool. But, awesome. Um, I forget what I was even talking about. Uh, how you met Dan? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Dan, we met him at a Fourth of July party at the Stratosphere. Uh, let's check up a conversation. Uh, um, I had a drummer at the time. Had no, you know, just met work with people. I didn't have any any thought of even using him in a band ever. And then our uh, old drummer fell out, and I was like, you know, that Dan guy seemed pretty cool. Totally. So it's we'll call. Out uh, well. It's worked out. The timing worked out perfect. He wasn't doing any touring at the time, and uh, he decided, hey man, I'll give it a shot. And so he's uh, he's on board. So right. it's been. Excuse me. It's been a pleasure working with him. Dan's cool, man. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Well, guys, the one the one aspect of the the release, I guess I don't I keep wanting to call it an album, but I need to stop that now. I'm getting showing my age. So, the one aspect of this release that I think is in my opinion is the best aspect of it. It has nothing to do with music or production or anything. It's the fact that you just did a straight up 30-minute hit them in the face, and get the fuck out record, which is old school as fuck, but which is great because too many records, and you guys both know this, too many records have 15 songs that clock in at 77 minutes, and they bore you by the end. This, you get in, you hear it, you rock out, you're done. And that is by far the best element of the Alligator Blood record, at least to me. Thank you. That's a huge compliment. Actually, that's probably the best compliment I've ever been given on my records ever. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm a big, st- I'm, you hit it on the spot with me, bro. I don't like it when songs go too long. I don't like it when albums are this fucking great big masterpiece. It's fucking rock them the fuck out and get the fuck out. Like I want people to be like, I wish this album was longer rather than them going, man, this thing is fucking, it just won't, <laughs> sure, it exactly. just won't stop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and instead you just did one that that clocks in about the same length as a dream theater song, so it's perfect. Ha! <laughs> theater. Yeah, and shout out to man. Listen to the record. I don't know if you guys are uh, uh, speaking of '90s rock. I'm a huge Local H fan. Okay, uh, we yeah. have a, a Local like H cover too. on there. The Heavy Metal Bake Sale is a Local H cover. So uh, shout out to Local H. I fucking love that band, man. The, check out Heavy Metal Bake Sale, man. It's our, uh, it's our, uh, it's our, it's our take on their. Uh, on their 1997 release of whatever happened to PJ souls. I think that was on that album. That's good. That's a fairly obscure local H song, isn't it? Yeah. It's it not, is. They oh, yeah. don't like, I learned it from a YouTube video of them playing it in a club or something like that. It's uh, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. Not, it's not, it's not like you, when you think of local H you think of, I mean, obviously everybody thinks of bound for the floor. Yeah, you right. just mm-hmm. don't get it. Keep keep it sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So you guys, um, self-righteous records. Now, is that you guys own label? Did you guys put this, this release out on your own or? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I got, uh, I started it myself uh, with Christian. Actually, yeah, we started together. I just, uh, 
um, just had the right contacts, just figure out what labels kind of do. And I figured that we can own a hundred percent of me totally. <laughs> and yeah. I can, I have the connections and the, the know-how as of now to be able to make moves. Like I said, we're, we're all over the radio right now, which is great. Um, it clocked in at, you know, we did this on our own release. You know, we, 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 we popped in at number 20 on the NCAA or the, uh, I'm saying that wrong. The NC, uh, there's two charts, the college radio charts. We clocked in at 20 and on the metal charts, we clocked in at number 23. I, know, okay. I didn't even know that about the college charts. That's awesome. Oh yeah. College <laughs> charts. We, yeah, we broke in. I think we were 19 or 20. We broke top 20 on that. Oh, I just got the news yesterday. So I didn't tell you. That's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing you're having this interview so the band can learn right. about their own stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no, it's just uh it's it's uh it's 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 yeah, it's our own eight label. I decided to start our own label and uh uh um we're talking with a few other labels now that we might try to partner with as far as touring goes. Okay. But as far as everything else, man, as far as getting on the radio, putting out music videos, uh one of the greatest advantages I think we have and what everybody has these days if you want to put effort is the home studio, mm-hmm. sure. the home studio, just as mm-hmm. we, we did that whole album right, in right, the, here. right here in the room that we're talking to you in right now. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. So, I mean, yeah, normally I, I would ask you guys, you know, what's next for the band, but obviously no one knows what the fuck's going on. So everything's in limbo. I, I guess everyone's just sitting here waiting on hiatus, but what would be, I guess you could say your, you know, ideal, uh, you know, plan for when everything kind of goes back to normal what, what's what's alligator blood gonna, gonna do oh it's it's like it never stopped bro we got this out, debut album we're gonna follow it up with a single and a video and then we got another full album dropping at the uh, at 2021 you're gonna see us back on the radio we're not stopping the only thing that we can't do right now is tour doesn't mm-hmm. mean we can't put out music right Absolutely. Sure. sure let me ask one quick question i want to dig back to the record and again this, I guess this is me being me, but again, doesn't have anything to do with the music as much as I have stared at you guys' cover and I know for a fact there's symbolism all over it and I don't get it. And I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what, what the, the bullets in the Bible and the rosary and, and all of that means. Can you kind of draw that picture of what the cover is trying to say? It's up for interpretation. If you, Christian, if you want to give your interpretation, go ahead. My interpretation is that it looks pretty awesome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I guess I, I, I don't know beyond that. It's like I didn't come up with that. <laughs> so I guess I looked at it and I was like, yeah, that looks awesome. Let's go with it. That it works for me. Um, you know, I guess so kind of like Tyler said, everything can be open to interpretation. Um so it means whatever you want it to mean. Okay. I, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's the, the good and bad, the right and wrong, God and Satan, the weak and strong. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, uh, it has everything into it. You know, it's just, uh, it's, 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 like I said, it's, it's good and bad, it's right and wrong, it's God and Satan, the weak and strong. I don't, I don't <laughs> fucking know. It's my interpretation of shit. Uh, I don't even know what it means, bro. <laughs> I suppose it's kind of a yin, yang, yin, yin and a yang, yang kind symbol, of good deal. Yeah. You, know, you got the guy praying over the Bible, but then you got the upside down cross with the right upside cross. You got the bullets and the gun, and just the blood. You could, like I said, there's so many ways you can interpret it. Like, if you don't mind me asking you guys a question, sure, go. As far as like you interpret it, our music. How would you go and interpret Alligator Blood? Uh, you, you see you, our album covers. You hear our sound. You, I, I don't. Have you seen any of our videos yet? I, I Death yes. of a Heretic. Yeah, I've seen I, that. Yeah, just real quick. If you only, we also have. We put out. I think uh, ten days ago or something. It's been pretty recent. We have Rock Devil. We have that video out as well on our YouTube channel. Cool. It's been about two weeks. Yeah. 
Okay. But anyway, what's your interpretation? I'll give mine first, Matt. Go for it. The first thing I saw was the album art, which was, which you know, obviously comes from the publicist before I heard a note of music, and it did not lead me at all into into what I heard when I finally listened to it, because the album art made me think, and, and a lot of it has to do with what comes into my email box. But I was like, okay, death metal band. Death metal because you got the Bibles, you got the crosses, and you know I, I was like, okay, some kind of death metal. But I knew the term alligator blood, you know, I, I knew the poker term, so I was like, all right, it's not. This gonna... kid's got alligator blood. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna drink it. Rounders. You know, <laughs> you know, I didn't know where it was going, and, and I'll be honest, because I didn't know where it's where it was going, and this is straight up, is why I listened to it. Because if you would have had an album cover that that looked like a Crazy Town record from the '90s, I could promise you, I would never have played any of it. I, but oh, who was it? Crazy Town? Is that the, the butterfly? Butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy that got all crazy and was smoking crack on the yeah. roof with Exa- Doctor Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that guy. Right, yeah, him. Yeah, right. Exactly. Shifty. Yeah. It's shifty. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but but that's the truth is is that you know the imagery didn't represent the band so much that i understood it and then when i went and listened to it i was like okay there's so much here i'm i'm a musical fan like you guys i mean i'm a i'm my player goes from nwa to cannibal corpse to kid rock to yeah to whatever you know absolutely and, and which makes you guys an easy listen to me because you guys flaunt different styles literally from song to song. And it's not something that I'll ever get bored with listening to. It just jumps around so much that it's cool. If you don't mind me saying something real quick, one thing I like another big compliment you hit is I'm a huge, uh, uh, I was more back in the day. I still am, but I'm a huge kid rock fan. Yeah. I love. And one of the things I loved about kid rock is what you just said about our record. You put in one of his records What's going to be the next song? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be some kind of hip hop, R and B, bluesy? Is it going to be some kind of devil without a cause rap? Is it going to be uh, some kind of heavy metal? Uh, 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 what is that? Uh, they did that Metallica, uh, yeah. American Badass. American Badass. Oh, yeah. he just, he's just all over the place, mm-hmm. and I, I I always appreciated about him. Uh, just out, and thank you for saying that. And uh, I owe Christian a lot to that. He's uh, just so you guys know that. that Another great thing about this record for me personally, uh, with my old punk rock band, I wrote everything. I did the music and the lyrics, but with Christian, we're, we're, we're co-writing. And uh, with the songs like uh, uh, um, Rock Devil and songs like Death of a Heretic, um, uh, High Hopes and Pipe Dreams, he wrote all the music. So a lot of the music that you hear is completely Christian, and he writes the music, and I, I, I just do the lyrics. Uh, songs like Done um, and uh, uh, The Sky Has Fallen On Me, uh, I did the music for, but then again, you know, Christian, in my opinion, just makes him so much better. His his vocal melodies that come over the top of my main vocals can really add a pop to a song. Um, his bluesy guitar riffs. He's just uh, a shout out to Christian, man. Like I said, he he wrote most of the music on this record. Thanks, man. Awesome. And, uh, awesome. Shout out to Danny Goldstein. Uh, the song "Dance" we co-wrote with the Goldsteins. Uh, Danny Goldstein actually wrote uh, the the music and most of the lyrics on that. We just kind of uh, we chopped it up with him a little bit, but that that he mainly wrote that song. So yeah. so Danny Goldstein wrote "Dance," and we actually have a video. That should that video should be out in about six weeks, and we got again we got the done video coming out on Friday. Sweet. So you guys, that that makes what four about four or five videos you guys got to have for this album, huh? Yeah, it'll be four videos. We wanted to get five, but the COVID, uh, the it kind of I'm not gonna say it ruined it, but it kind of it paused things because it made it it made it harder to work. Got it. Well, hey, um, well, I'm 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 I've. 
I think I've got what I need to get out of you guys, man. <laughs> I was going to say, my God, you guys were the easiest interview ever. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. <laughs> Normally me and Chris got to dig, man, deep, and I appreciate You guys have been a fun, uh, fun interview for sure, man. I really appreciate oh, it's it. It's been a blast. Thank you, and if you guys don't mind me doing a, a cheap plug here, you know, alligatorblood.com. Oh, it. That's it. Yeah. Alligatorblood.com. You can get links to our album. You can stream it. You can download it. Um, uh, you can get our, to our merch. I mean, everything. Our website is so easy to use. All our social media. When we actually do go back to playing shows, all our show dates, everything is on there. Um, we, we, we Right now, they're building it still, but we're going to have like a press section. So if you guys want to come listen to any podcasts we've been on, any radio interviews, um, we're going to have that there too. But like I said, very simple to use. Alligatorblood.com has links to everything, social media, stores, and music. Awesome. So uh, we're going to go ahead. Why don't you guys go ahead and pick a song off the record? We'll put it uh, at the end of the podcast here for our listeners to check out. Uh, Christian, go ahead. I mean, man, that's tough. My favorite is High Hopes and Pipe Dreams, but I know not everyone agrees. What do you think, Tyler? I guess it's where I guess I guess High Hopes and Pipe Dreams it is, dude. All right. Well, that's it. There it is, guys. Alligator Blood song. Titles called High Hopes and Pipe Dreams off their self-titled release on Self-Righteous Records. Thanks for listening here to Aftershocks. Take care, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, have a good afternoon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com for all comments and questions Please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com.